Welcome to the Transform Your Wedding Podcast, a how-to guide for taking your wedding to a whole new level. Here's your host, Marie Kubin from Rent My Wedding. Hey everyone, today we're talking all about escort cards. I'll be chatting with Francesca DeSalvo, founder of Pure Lux Bride. Francesca is known for cultivating high-energy, creative weddings and events. Her company has become one of Charleston's finest and most decorating event planning firms. They've received awards such as the Best Wedding of the Year Award from Rent My Wedding, as well as the Knott's Best Wedding Awards for the past eight years. So I can't wait to chat with Francesca and hear all of her creative ideas for escort cards. Hey, Francesca, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited about being a part of this. Yeah, and I'm excited to talk about escort card displays because this is one of those things that often becomes an afterthought, but I think it's a really important part of the reception decor. It definitely is. A lot of brides put paper and things like that on the back burner, so we like to try and make it creative and make it something that actually looks like it is meant to be. Definitely. Now, for the couples that are brand new to planning, can you kind of explain to everyone, you know, what is an escort card and why do we use them? Yes, definitely. And this is one of those things that I find that we are explaining often because a lot of people don't know what an escort card is or don't know what the difference is between an escort card and a place card. They're two completely different things. Um, so the escort card essentially is what gets a guest to their table. Um, so it would have their name on it and the table number so they know what table to sit at. Um, a place card is an actual um, marker on the table with the guest name and typically also has their meal place on it. Yeah, perfect. Now, when it comes to brainstorming ideas for your escort card or the display, you know, where should couples start? Honestly, it's one of those things that we typically circle back on after we have this full scale design done. That way we can incorporate floral or some type of a focal piece into the escort card display so it looks purposeful. Um, a lot of times, you know, it is an afterthought and brides think at the very last minute, oh gosh, I need something to get people to their table and it ends up just being a basic card. Um, but if it is incorporated into the design, we can get fun with florals or some sort of a statement piece. So not only is it seen and noticed, but also is something that is purposeful. Definitely. And how about some of the most unique escort cards and displays that you've seen? So we are a pretty floral heavy planner in terms of the way that we design. So we love incorporating flowers into the escort card um, display. So whether it is suspended flowers on the back of a boxwood wall with you know, the names and table numbers listed in that manner, um, or some sort of like a freestanding display, um, or something that could honestly even be used after the escort cards aren't needed anymore as more of like a backdrop for photos or to move the cake in front of or something of that nature too. Oh, very cool. Yeah, I love being able to kind of multi-purpose different aspects there. So it can be your escort card display, but then your photo booth backdrop. So that's a really great tip. Yeah. So what are some of the important things to keep in mind when you're planning out the escort cards and the display? 
I would say the two biggest things, one is placement. So it being in a location that guests can find, because if not, then they're coming to the planner and trying to ask or find where their table is. So having it be centrally located in a place that everyone is going to pass through um, and also making sure that it's legible. We love calligraphy and it's very beautiful, but sometimes it's really hard to read. So making sure that it's legible for guests to easily find their name and move on. So it also doesn't get completely crowded with people. Um, trying to find their names. Definitely. And now a lot of couples think about doing kind of a DIY approach to their escort cards. So what are some things to think about when you're, you know, considering DIY versus purchasing something? Um, DIY, I would say, again, just make sure it's legible and that it flows with the overall design, um, you know, or is something that's cool and personal to the couple. So we've had um, clients do like little lemon cellos because they got engaged in Italy and that had, you know, each guest name on them for them to find their seats. So um, there's definitely ways to make it personal, especially if you're DIYing it. If, you know, we've had brides do like honey jars or like a special family recipe of, you know, a jam or something like that, that makes it unique. But don't just put them on a table, make sure it ties into the overall design. So whether it's you know, making sure that it's tied with like a pretty ribbon that matches the color scheme or has some sort of a floral accent if the rest of your wedding has lots of flowers. That type of a thing is very important. Definitely. And another thing that can be popular is having kind of an interactive display for the escort card. So any tips about that? Yes, um, again, making sure it's legible and that there's plenty of space around it if it is interactive um, for guests to be able to move. So there, there isn't a line forming essentially. Um, one of our favorites is kind of a way to greet your guests before they are essentially into the reception. We'll do like a champagne wall and we'll do it on you know bookshelves. So everything is spaced out and easy to find, but then guests can have their first glass of champagne and toast to the newlyweds before they even enter the reception. Oh, I love that. Yeah. <laughs> so, and as far as placement, you kind of touched on it there, but where exactly should you be putting the escort card display in the venue? I would say very close to where guests are going to be entering. That way they see it right away. Um, you know, if you're like me, you're carrying a, a handbag or, you know, in the winter months, some sort of like a fur or a jacket. And, you know, you may want to sit that down before walking around and, you know, talking to guests. So have it somewhere close to the entryway. That way guests see it immediately and then can find their table and place their things before they begin to mingle. Yeah. Okay. That's a great point. And, you know, what about too, there's a lot of decor going on in the venue. So, how do you kind of balance that? Should the escort display be a focal point or are you trying to make it not take away from the other decor? How do you approach all of that? I think it's great to make it a focal point. You don't want it to be too over the top that it takes away from the rest of the, the decor. But I do think that there is a way to make it a focal point, especially if it is right when guests are walking in through the doorways. It's one of the first things they're gonna see. So it is, you know, a way to present the wedding as, oh, here's your first look and wait until you get inside kind of a thing. So I do think it is important for it to stand out in a way, but also not to have it be too much that it, you know, is competing with the rest of the wedding. Yeah, definitely. 
Awesome. Now you have so much experience planning weddings. So I also wanted to hear from you just what's kind of your number one tip for couples in general when it comes to wedding planning? Hire a wedding planner. <laughs> I can't say that enough. Um, honestly, once a couple does get engaged, it is engagement season right now. So lots and lots of newly engaged couples. I think outside of hiring a wedding planner, the first things to do is to talk through the guest list about how many people you're going to anticipate. And the other big thing is the budget. And if you're not sure of the budget based on the location in which you're getting married, talk to a planner because they can at least give you a range of what it would be. Um, and if you like their work, then it would be very comparable to what they do. So I would suggest guest count, planner, budget, um, the first three things, and then comes the venue. Cause a lot of that can essentially, you know, be a pro for a venue or a con for a venue. If there's lots of added fees or if the venue comes in really high, you won't have room for anything else. So, um, I would definitely say the budget is key. Yeah, I think that's a great tip because a lot of times, you know, venue is something that couples have right off the bat, you know, as they're getting engaged, they already have this dream venue in mind and yeah. you want to just be careful not to get completely locked into a venue because like you said, once you start really looking at that overall budget and all the different pieces that go together, that dream yeah. venue might not fit. So you want to make sure that you do the initial planning work first and get, you know, really laid out the budget and know exactly where you stand before you start making big decisions like actually choosing the venue. Exactly. Yeah. Well, Francesca, why don't you tell us more about you and your company? So I started Pure Lux Bride in 2009. Um, it started in Pennsylvania, actually, as a coordination only company, believe it or not. Um, and then I moved to Charleston with my husband. And from there, it has grown into a full service only planning company and very design focused. Um, we're a planning team of two. Blake and I have been working together for the past seven years, and um, we do all of our weddings and our designing together, which is a lot of fun because it's like working with your best friend and, you know, having a lot of fun doing it. Our clients, you know, they each rely on us for different things, but at the end of the day, they know that the design is going to be cohesive because they have two people, two sets of eyes, and that it's going to run smoothly because we're both on event site too. Oh, amazing. And how can everyone get in touch with you? Um, the best way is through our website or our Instagram. Um, it's pureluxbride.com or our Instagram is just pureluxbride. Awesome. Well, Francesca, thank you so much for sharing all of these great tips about escort cards. It was really great chatting with you. Absolutely. Thanks again for having me. This is perfect. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed all of these ideas about designing your escort cards. Don't forget, you can catch all of our podcast episodes over at transformyourwedding.com. Thank you so much for joining me, and I will see you next time. This podcast is brought to you by Rent My Wedding, your one-stop shop for event rentals. Order online and rentals are delivered right to your door. Shipping is free both ways nationwide. Rent lighting, backdrops, photo booths, and more. With the most five-star reviews in the industry, Rent My Wedding makes rentals easy and affordable. Book your rentals today at www.rentmywedding.com.